Welcome to another podcast from Best Self Magazine, the leading voice for holistic health and conscious living. I'm Krista Noel, Editor-in-Chief, and this is the place to ignite your mind, body, and spirit with empowering articles read by the authors themselves. I'm so glad you've joined us to take a step towards your best self, to perhaps stretch your thinking further and reach a little higher. Something tells me you're here for a reason, and I'm so grateful for that. So let's get to it. Hello, this is Ron Baker, and my article is titled, Dancing with Life in a Time of Global Challenge. Let me start by asking if you've ever considered that times of disruption can provide opportunities that actually serve us, giving us time to transform those challenges into meaningful new choices. As we move more deeply into this time of global quarantine, many people are feeling out of control, frustrated, trapped, and unsure about the future. We're all being faced with situations none of us have learned how to navigate in our lifetimes. With a constant stream of negative images and statistics on our devices, an interruption of so many jobs, all combined with the knowledge that there is no cure available at the moment, it is all too easy to become overwhelmed, fearful, and eventually even angry. Some people have been hoarding, while others have been shutting down and distracting, simply hoping that things will somehow return back to normal. No matter what circumstances you may find yourself in at the moment, I have some good news. With a little help, we can all learn to dance with life more effectively. One of the most immediate ways we can do that at the moment involves evaluating the choices that we've been making in our habitual lives, followed by introducing some proactive, nurturing alternatives. If we develop a healthy approach, we can all utilize this time of challenge to set ourselves up for a new normal, one that is more balanced and meaningful. Quite often, the quality of our journey is determined by the specific perspectives that we choose. For instance, if our perception about challenge is that it is a difficulty which impedes and diminishes our life experience, then we will all likely find ourselves resisting, fighting, and struggling through the challenges that we are presently facing. If that perspective is familiar to you and you're finding yourself in and out of fight, resistance, and confusion, I look forward to guiding you into some healthier alternatives. One of the most important starting places will be revealing how our challenges actually serve us. But first, let me introduce myself. As I've already shared, I'm Ron Baker. And for over 25 years now, I've been a self-mastery coach, having had the opportunity to nurture thousands of people through a distinct process of personal transformation, 
my impression is that most people around the world have been moving through their lives without an empowering education about self, without understanding how crucial nurturing is in our lives, particularly in times of challenge. And finally, without a clear trust that there is real power in the individual choices that we make. To set our exploration up well, I encourage you to begin by asking yourself a few questions. How have you been doing so far with this global interruption? Do you already have a nurturing approach that has allowed you to respond proactively to everything that's taking place? Have you been using this time as an opportunity to deepen your connection to your inner self? I pause for a moment, giving you time to at least briefly answer those questions. I don't know about you, but growing up, I was never taught how to nurture myself or to use the events of my life as opportunities for developing self. But I'm grateful beyond words to now understand how important those skills are in our lives. If we want to make this a time of real enhancement, rather than one more struggle that we merely endure, it is important that we prepare to make some empowering adjustments. So let's discuss, first, the three levels of self. Consider that there are three different levels of self that are held inside you. Child, adult, and soul. And perhaps surprising, those three levels refer to much more than stages of chronological growth. For instance, most people have never been taught that there are core qualities and gifts that are held as potentials in each of those three levels. The innocence, wonder, and trust of a child. The empowerment, clarity, and passion of an adult. And the wisdom, greatness, and sacredness of a soul. All of those are awakened most powerfully through nurturing. Even though that may be a lot of words to consider in just one hearing, I find it helpful to have a list of healthy core qualities that we can go back and reference. Even if this is the first time you have considered some of these elements, each one of them has the power to deepen the personal fulfillment you will be able to create in your life. Just as important, each one requires an inner investment in yourself. In my early life, I was only taught to focus on outer goals, and it was quite a journey for me to realize that approaching my life in this way did not create genuine fulfillment. Instead, that approach generally leads us into creating overly busy lives. 
having generations of people who have been taught to focus most fully on outer goals without a balance of nurturing investments in the inner self is the main reason that most of us did not emerge from our childhoods feeling true wonder about life or a solid trust in our value as individuals. Self has simply not been a typical priority in the world, as strange as it might sound to hear it stated out loud in such simple words. Self has simply not been a typical priority in the world. Keep in mind that it is only when you take a moment to actually do the exercises that they will have the power to have a real impact. If you happen to be listening to this at a time where you can't pause the recording, I suggest that you go back and listen to the segments with the exercises at a later time. When you begin to make proactive choices, such as taking the time to do the exercises, you begin to feel more in charge based on investing in something you decide is important. This can be particularly helpful in a time when so many people are feeling out of control and unsure how to create any tangible solutions. Finding out that you can impact your own experience will also inspire seeds of courage and clarity. Lastly, whenever you make nurturing investments in self, you send a clear message to your inner self that you matter. On the other hand, when you move through any of your challenges without nurturing, you tend to build fear and self-doubt instead, qualities of what I like to refer to as a wounded child versus a wonder child. All of that leads me to more good news. It is never too late to invest in claiming self. As a matter of fact, what better time than now, while many of us have some unexpected time on our hands, to make an initial investment in some nurturing alternatives. So now let's move into taking an inventory of your life. One of the most powerful tools we can use to set us up for healthy change is an inventory. So for instance, if you take a really honest look at your recent life, you will begin to discover which of your choices have been setting you up well and which ones have not. Without any need for judgment, it is helpful to become clear no matter what you discover. Besides, it is only when you are clear that you can identify what you need, where you need healthy alternatives to what you've been practicing so far. So here's exercise one. Simply ask yourself, pausing the recording to give yourself as much time as you need. Also keep in mind that writing down your answers makes them that much clearer and powerful. We begin with question number one. 
What have your top priorities been in recent years? Question number two. How many of your day-to-day choices have actually supported those priorities? Question number three. If you had to start over today with a clean slate, which of those familiar choices would remain clear priorities? And finally, question number four. Are there areas of your life such as your inner self, work, family, relationships, fun, or rest, that you have been neglecting and need to become a greater priority moving forward. Please take some time over the coming days, if not in this moment, to write down your answers. Spend some time thinking about those really important questions if you want to set yourself up well in this time of interruption. Once that is done, go to this next step, but on a new page. Exercise two. Now that you are clearer about what your life has already been, make a current list. Question number one, what do you choose as your current priorities? Question number two, what are some of the choices you can make that will set you up well to support those new priorities day to day or at least each week? Question number three, name a few new choices that you realize you need to introduce that will set you up better than before, creating more balance in your life. Question number four, name one of those new choices that you are willing to begin practicing today. So now let's move on to rescripting challenge. Another important skill that we all need to learn in order to truly enhance our lives involves shifting old, limited perspectives into wiser approaches. For that, let's return to the subject of challenge. In order to get clearer about what you might want to choose moving forward, let's compare some of the more typical perspectives of a wounded child with those of an empowered adult. The unnurtured or wounded child part of us sees challenges through the fear of failure, afraid that we're not capable of taking effective steps or creating acceptable solutions. I'm going to say that one more time. The unnurtured wounded child part of us sees challenges through the fear of failure afraid that we are not capable of taking effective steps or of creating acceptable solutions. Without nurturing encouragement, the wounded child is afraid of affirming the doubts about self that we already carry. Instead, this part of us endures challenges alone, fearing that we are not safe to reach out and ask for help and support. 
I'm alone. I don't know how. It's all too much for me. I don't deserve support. I feel pressured to prove myself, and I'm afraid to make a mistake. These are all common perspectives of the wounded child. I know because these are some of the wounded myths that I carried for many, many years. On the other hand, once we begin to show up and nurture ourselves through our challenges, we begin to inspire pieces of the empowered adult potentials instead. The empowered adult approaches life as a series of learning curves with constant opportunities to develop self along the way. The empowered adult sees challenges as an opportunity to explore new areas with constant opportunities to discover new potentials and new facets of self. The empowered adult learns from their inevitable mistakes and failures, grateful for the clarity that each brings, imbuing them with more effective approaches and a deeper awareness of what works well and what does not moving forward. Hopefully some of the adult perspectives that I've just mentioned resonate as tangible possibilities for you. If so, a helpful choice you can begin to practice as we continue through this time of global interruption is to create reminders for yourself. You might create a sticky note or a reminder that you ask Siri to pop up on your smartphone each morning at a certain time. This is particularly helpful when going through a time of challenge, when the habitual perspectives of the wounded child will try and suck you in. To begin a clear negotiation, evaluating which choices come from the wounded child part of you versus the empowered adult potential of you is crucial for recognizing which of your choices set you up well and which ones no longer serve. With that in place, I have even more good news. We still haven't explored the deepest, wisest part of self yet, the soul. So far we've talked about the child and the adult while the soul may never have been part of your typical conversations, it is extremely helpful to consider. Most of us have never even been introduced to the soul in any practical ways. I would like that to change. The soul is a very real, practical part of us that encourages us into wisdom, greatness, and sacredness. What may be surprising is that what is most sacred to the soul is the development of self, ultimately learning to love and value self as the foundation for our greatest fulfillment. When we consider that we have been living in a world which has not been encouraged to prioritize the inner self, we can see how much we need to begin considering the soul. If we continue with our exploration of challenge in our lives, it is helpful to understand that our souls actually set up our challenges. 
That is because the process of facing challenges is what encourages us to grow the most fully. Encouraging our growth and development is how our challenges actually serve us. Let's simply look back at our first years to become clearer. From the very beginning, our lives are structured with challenge, like learning to feed and dress ourselves. If we are nurtured through those initial challenges, we learn to claim the first levels of our personal potential in an atmosphere of safety, love, and value. If not, then we develop some important skills, but we don't develop trust and a sense of safety. From that point forward, our lives continue to be structured as a series of progressively deepening challenges. Beginning in first grade, we are challenged to learn how to read, how to work with numbers, to share with other children, and to be away from home for more extended periods of time. By facing those circumstances, we develop skills and claim various capacities that we will need to thrive in the next levels that we reach. It is through the process of facing challenges that we gradually develop self-confidence, building more and more trust that we are capable and have the power to impact our own lives, as well as the lives of those around us eventually, all determined by the choices that we make. When that process of facing challenges is nurtured and encouraged, we even learn to trust that our development as an individual truly matters. Another gift of the soul is that it encourages us to focus on the collective, encouraging whatever serves the good of the whole, which is often done by introducing shared obstacles. Our present situation is a perfect example. The soul recognizes this global interruption as the first time in history that so many people have been able to see firsthand that the whole world is facing the same challenge at the same time. In other words, the soul understands that all things are there to serve us. From that perspective, we have the opportunity to allow this broader challenge to inspire us to recognize that we are all in this together, embracing our shared humanity and moving beyond our habitual barriers and separations. Think about it for a moment. This coronavirus doesn't care about race, religion, gender, culture, political party, continent, or someone's perceived status in society. Just consider for a moment that on a soul level, this pandemic is trying to teach us to come together, helping and learning from one another. The bottom line is that if we are willing to evaluate our challenges as opportunities instead of roadblocks and pains in the butt, so much more becomes possible. More good news? There is an endless list of opportunities that we can all construct that will allow us to make forward moves and healthier choices. 
such as respecting, honoring, and valuing one another in deeper ways than we might have considered in the old normal of our lives. I deeply encourage you to continue exploring and then share some of your inspirations with others. This is another proactive choice that you can make which can make a big difference. Again, remember that we hold tremendous power in the choices that we choose to make as individuals. So what now? As we prepare to close for today, let's do a recap of some of the highlights. Facing challenges is an immediate opportunity to make powerful choices starting with evaluating which of your choices has worked well and which ones have not. We all have learning curves and the need to make mistakes in the process of making forward progress. We can all relate to the process of facing challenges, and we all have shared needs. All the while, we have souls that are encouraging us to learn how to love and value in our lives, starting with self. And there are some core qualities of the child, adult, and soul that will set us up brilliantly to create a more fulfilling dance with life if we allow that and choose that as our new normal. Remember that even in a time of quarantine, you do not have to be alone. It is so important that we learn how to communicate and share what we are going through. In this way, we can all become allies for working through our challenges, even if that is only via video chat at the moment. Over time, it is so important that we don't forget the lessons of this global challenge. If we prepare well now, We can begin to invest in relationships that are based on mutual value and nurturing encouragement. No matter what you choose as your starting place, take it one nurturing step at a time. Acknowledging with each choice how much better nurturing feels than separating yourself or spending time blaming others for what you are going through. The truth generally is, Those are simply areas of our self that we haven't learned to nurture. There is nothing like a global interruption of our habitually busy lives to give us extra time to evaluate and make new choices. The ones that I've suggested are just the first of many practical suggestions that I'd love to make. In order to provide you with more practical perspectives and nurturing tools, I've created a series of five free videos that I would love to share with you for that very purpose. You can easily find those at my website, ronbaker.net. You can also go to bestselfmedia.com and find the link. I have already had tremendous success in helping thousands of people around the world to claim more of their personal potentials over the last 25 years. And I am more than happy to show up during this time of shared challenge to help you in any way that I can. Now the ball's in your court. 
So show up for yourself. Reach out. If you do, you will be well on your way to a beautiful new normal, one that is filled with meaning, value, and purpose. If that is what you choose, you might even turn this time into one of the most meaningful times of your life. That is my wish for us all. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Best Self Magazine. For more inspiration and information, please visit bestselfmedia.com.